Hello and welcome to Challenge Me Daddy, the podcast where two gays who love the challenge take a deep dive into the archives spelled with a Q for queer, starting from the very beginning or as beginning as we can get, dissecting every juicy moment and always questioning, is the challenge gay? Mm. I am your gay guide, Michael. And I'm your other gay guide, Olivia. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. You made it so far. I mean, we are. We're nearing the end of this season. For real. I know. I know. It's wild. I don't know what we're going to do. Well, I do. We're going to do the next season. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I love that. I'm, I'm, I love that season, I was just going to say, but like I haven't seen it. I haven't so. seen it. You don't know. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a fun time. But anyway. Today, we are talking about episodes 13 and 14 of Inferno 2, season 10. But last week, we talked about episodes 11 and 12. And if you missed that, here's a quick update. We watched Derek and Landon wrestle and grab booties again, which eventually leads to the haircut that shall not be named. Oh, God. We watched the badasses sink their own battleship in the Riddle Me This Challenge and watched multiple Least Valuable Baby Award winners, Abe and Julie, fail miserably in the Time to Ride Challenge. Miserably? Miserably. Like the Miz? Like the Miz. With a Z, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. We will forever be haunted by the image of the cow and the wolf pinata and the question (laughs) of why the cow and the wolf were pinatas in the first place. (laughs) Great cue. (laughs) Uh, Julie and the challenge producers reminded us that Jesus is, in fact, real uh, with the return of the Jesus is real shirt. And finally, Tanya, a.k.a. the devil, sends home Jesus Julie in the patchwork inferno. And once again, we have to ask, does this mean Jesus is not real? Sound off in the comments. Thank you. Hate to break it to you, but doesn't seem like Jesus is real. Or he's Team Tanya, which I'm on board with. Exactly. That is also what we discussed. (laughs) (laughs) So today, we are taking a journey to episode 13. So we are jumping right into episode 13, Mm. starting off with a gorgeous display of talent, um, Mm. a coveted belly flopping Mm. contest. Amazing. Uh, It was a good belly flopping competition. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) I think everyone went for it. Yeah, there was a lot of um, pressure. There's, I mean, not everyone went for it, really. Only the boys really were going for it. Or that, at least that's what it seemed like. The boys were only, only doing boys. it at first. It was a boys' and club. Then, and I then... Legend star. Tanya is like... At first, I thought, like, oh, is she, like, playing a referee role? And, dis- and deciding, like, what is a dive versus mm-hmm. what is a flop? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she says she's going to seize the opportunity to let loose because that's, you know, anytime she gets the opportunity, she just got to seize it. And she goes for it. And guess what? She fucking kills it. You know? She does. She does the best belly flop I think I've seen in years by far. Absolutely. It was audible. Yeah. Yeah. It was stunning. She did a great job. Uh, Big old slap. (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Slip slap, maybe. Slip slap. And everybody cheers for her. And it's just a beautiful moment where we get to enjoy Tanya enjoying Tanya, you know? Yep, and in the meantime, we also get to see Landon's ass, because he showed that to us um, when he did the flop, and um, we also get to see Landon wearing a mask, not a COVID mask, but like a full head mask, like he just looks like his head's in a pot. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, he takes it off and reveals the haircut and I'm reminded of the haircut. (laughs) The skullet. The skullet is there. Still alive and well. Uh, Hasn't (gasps) changed it off yet for some strange reason. It's disgusting. (laughs) It's disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. So moving right along, um, Mm -hmm. CT is having some airtime, which is kind of rare for this season. It is, actually. Yeah, which is, you know, it's a shock to say now because he's basically Mm -hmm. the face of the challenge right now. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's uh, talking with Veronica at first. Veronica and Rachel, yeah, yeah. And they are talking about who they think the good guys are going to pick for elimination. CT's Mm -hmm. like, I think they're going to pick Dan because Mm -hmm. they don't have that many people. So they want to keep everyone on their team. Meanwhile, I think that's it's an advantage to have a few people on their your team because then you get more money at the end. Mm-hmm. So he actually wants Dan to go. Homophobia. First and foremost, I have to say it. So homophobic. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to say I disagree entirely with CT here. This is a tried and true challenge strategy. If you have a team, you have to eventually get rid of teammates because you're going to be splitting money and you do get less money with more people. I get that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's logical. Leave Dan alone, you know? The fact that he's coming for my Dan, I can't stand by and yeah. I'm deeply offended yeah. and it's not okay. And friend of the pod, Veronica, Bless does her. obviously <laughs> come in to Dan's defense because LGBTQ solidarity. And she says that she actually thinks that Dan is a better asset to their team than CT because he actually gives a shit about the team. And tea. I can agree more. I know. Fucking T. CT doesn't give two shits about anyone else. He makes it very clear. And Dan is a definitely a team player. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were revealed at this point that it's the last guy's Inferno. This is it. Yes. This is their last chance to get rid of guys, which also means we're getting really close to that final. CT also says at this point, probably one of my favorite CT quotes, as always, he says, if the good guys take out Dan, I get a bigger cut and I like money. Money's good. It makes me feel good about myself. Yeah. And ain't that the tea? Ain't that the tea, CT? It makes me feel good, feel about, good myself. about myself. <laughs> I love that. Whatever floats your boat, you know? Tea, um, I mean, that's why we're here. We're here to win money. Yeah. Yeah, so they're basically they're just strategizing about it. Rachel thinks like Landon is strong and he'll mm-hmm. probably win, mm-hmm. and Darrell is also strong, and that's who Dan wants, or they, who they at least think Dan wants. So they're like, why not just you know put in Darrell, and then at least it you know will spare Dan's feelings because we'll give him what he wants. And CT doesn't care at all about Dan's feelings. Homophobic. He um, actively wants to hurt Dan's feelings. That's what he says. What a fucking asshole. I know. He says oh this is like God. a breakup. And then he specifically wants to like demoralize Dan and make him feel like the team does not want him back so that he actually leaves. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, he says it's like Dan's in a relationship with our team and we're yeah. breaking up with him. Yeah. Which I, I think that's, like, legitimately homophobic. Like, we say that a lot when people are being, you know, yeah. mean to the gays. Regular people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's a joke. But in this case, like, 
I feel like equate saying that he's like in a relationship with their team is like, mm. you know, saying that as a gay guy, he's like overly attached and being emotional and being like feminine or something. It's, okay. It seems like a gendered insult, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I definitely get that. I didn't take it that way when I heard it, but I definitely see that now that you say that. Maybe I'm just like looking for the homophobia, but I found oh. it. Um, <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and he also says, see you later, Dan. Peace. Thanks for the cash. And like gives fucking peace signs. And I know. Blah, blah. But actual good guy, Derek, lets Dan know that CT is starting to get greedy and that he wants people to go in. And Dan is like, lol. So I know you, you mean me. And Derek's like, yeah, I, I do mean you. Yeah. He's like, he's thinking about me. <laughs> I like Derek says that he recognizes that people see Dan as weak, but that people shouldn't underestimate him in the Inferno because he's done well. T, he's already proven that he's not weak, like first mm-hmm. episode. So, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, Derek believes in him and, and thinks that he can beat pretty much anyone that yeah. he gets put up against and Dan believes in himself too. He's like, yeah, I think I can as well. I think Infernos are fun. So there's that. But then he also mentions that mm, Julie thought Infernos were fun too. And yeah. she left. So. I mean, this is the thing they talk about time and time again, right? It's like, you can like Infernos, you can like eliminations, you can be good at them, but it's never guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You never know who's going to win. Yeah. So then. Doopy doopy doop. thank you um dave mira sent us a text message he said meet me tomorrow at the grand bay hotel at 11 a.m and wear your team colors and then someone is like we're eating bugs yeah and i'm like where did you get that from (laughs) (laughs) that hotel full of bugs we're gonna eat them was it dan yeah um and then he's just like i love bugs and I'm like, same damn, Dan. Um, <laughs> yeah. I took like an insect diversity and biology course in, in university and forever in love with bugs. Um, but then he bugs. adds, we do love bugs. Yes. This is a bug standing podcast. Yes. Um, but then he adds, I mean, I've got crabs right now. I just keep them. It feels good. Get <laughs> <laughs> some little friends. Thinking okay. company. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, he's so funny. Mm-hmm. And then cut to the challenge. Cut to the challenge. And what an, <laughs> what an interesting challenge it is. It's almost like a challenge oh. classic, but. It is. I mean, I think we've seen this in a lot of finals, too. Yes. Uh, they like to pull this shit out. Of so this, this challenge is called If Memory Serves. And there's three rooms behind some curtains. And the center room is decked out in Sharper Image, not a sponsor, Products and miscellaneous items. And you have two minutes to study the center room, which is fully decorated. And then in your team rooms, you have to copy the center room as closely as possible. And each team picks a leader that gets to go in and directly look at everything while everybody else stands outside of the room and looks in. And then you have 10 minutes to decorate your individual team rooms. So first of all, what is Sharper Image? Do you know? Did you look that up? I didn't look it up. I have like a vague understanding of what Sharper Image is. I think it's like uh, kind of like a, a Best Buy mixed with a Walmart, maybe. Okay. that's The items seemed very that, I guess. They were very yeah. like, okay. What? A bunch <laughs> of random ass shit. Like some of yeah. it cutesy. Mm-hmm. 
but most of it just random. Anyway. Yeah. It looks like an expo when they walked in. It's just a bunch of, like, really cheap-looking curtains, like, hanging on a rod. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> and they reveal Very... it. They open it to reveal a bunch of furniture with a mismatch of random shit. <laughs> it's, and, I mean, at first Dan says that he thinks this is going to be really easy. And later he says that it's going to be really hard. Because I, I do agree. I think when you think that you're just going to have to memorize a couple of things in a room. That sounds like nothing. But the amount of stuff that they have to memorize in this room is quite substantial. And they have two minutes to do it all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. And only one of them can go inside. That's hard. Yeah. So immediately they start like strategizing in their teams about who's going to be the one person who gets to like step forward and actually get a good look at everything. So it's kind of like on them almost to memorize things. Mm -hmm. Um, And the badasses in their deliberation, Veronica, friend of the pod, opens up about (laughs) having short-term memory problems. Um, Same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I felt like we were both going to be really seen by that moment where she's like, I'm not, don't put me in, coach. Please don't. I already (laughs) forgot. Yeah, so Dan gets elected to be leader of the badasses mm-hmm. and says an, an iconic line, as Dan always does. He says that everyone in his team is like, oh, what do we do? Let's get the gay guy to help. And I just <laughs> yeah. don't want anyone to rely on me because this is not that hard. Uh, I was wow. like, are, are gays supposed to have good memories? Because, like, uh, that's not the case for me. Yeah. <laughs> Can confirm no that's not the case not the case and i mean veronica clearly is on our side you know gays don't always have good memories <laughs> i would say we have bad memories generally but more trauma you know, that's literally exactly what i was thinking so. <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, the good guys, on the other hand, elect Jamie to be their team leader. And she is reporting. She's ready to go. She wants this. Yeah. She's like, I am going to be so good at this. (laughs) Yes. I love you. Go for it. That's a great choice. What a fucking Aries. She's like, oh, guys, don't worry. I'm going to fucking kill it. (laughs) I got this, guys. Yeah. So then Shavonda says they're going to assign different sections of the room to each teammate. Genius. (laughs) and says that all the guys left are men's men and she's not sure how well they can pay attention to detail and the editing here because while she's saying this the editors put in just shots of the Miz and Landon doing like squats and push-ups in front of this room (laughs) for no reason just getting amped up to memorize you know yeah I, I literally wrote that I wrote like cut to Miz squatting to warm up for a memory challenge and saying yeah. in a weird voice, let's do this. I'm ready. So. Classic, Classic Miz. <laughs> you know, that's that's just it. Who's going to tell them that this is a memory challenge? And actually, you don't need to warm up physically. You know, if you want to warm up, boys, take a lap. We'll come back when you're a little less, a little less like this, you know? Yeah. Uh, Jamie says that she thinks having three less sets of eyes for the challenge mm-hmm. actually is a good thing. And it re- will mm-hmm. reduce confusion. And I'm honestly like, yeah, but probably not for that reason. I just thought, like, the badasses are going to probably argue. T. I mean, I think having more people in that room, too, is going to get hectic. Like, it's not a huge room. Just having everybody bumping into each other. Oh, when they're putting the stuff back? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we we dive on into the challenge. Um, Dan says he's worried everything is really small and specific. 
Jamie, on the other hand, says that she loves this stuff and that she's super anal in particular. Uh, yeah, Jamie said that she feels the pressure of being a leader. And mm-hmm. it was in that moment I realized both of them are cardinal signs. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer wow, is the cardinal else? signs of – a cardinal water. sign of water. And then, of course, Aries is the cardinal sign of, of fire. Leaders, baby. Don't Aries. let Leos tell you they're leaders because it's actually Aries. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so then uh, Abe is doing nothing, I said, but he does have Tom on his shoulders, which I loved. Yeah. Abe, like, lets us know he's useless. He's yeah. like, <laughs> I can't see it. Um, mm-hmm. Dan's going to have to do that. <laughs> Dan, Thanks, Abe. it's on you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says uh, that Dan doesn't want him to rely, doesn't want everybody to rely on him. And Abe is like, uh, then who do I rely on, Dan? I don't understand. God forbid straight men do anything for themselves. For themselves, yeah. (laughs) Um, So then they finish their two minutes, and Dave says that when he blows the whistle, he's going to start the Sharper Image VX 122 timer, and they have 10 minutes. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) Just make that... Hey, Dave, can you just, like, make that product placement, like, super smooth? Thank you so much. We just really want to make sure we get the timer. They re- they really want the timer to be in there yeah, for some the reason? the timer, yeah, is actually the specific product we're mm-hmm. um, putting on the show. For People are to- really okay. into timers. It's 2005. People are loving timers. Oh, my God, that's true. They couldn't just <laughs> use their phones. Wow. You're so right. <laughs> Yeah, so everybody piles in and starts moving stuff around. Shivanda is killing it immediately. Jamie notes, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love that Shivanda is finally getting some credit. TTT. She's an icon. True. Then the badasses look very chaotic, but Tanya says that for the first time, they're not arguing, and it seems like everybody is just getting shit done. I was totally wrong. I was like, they're going to argue. They did not. Great. But Abe does. Um, you know, oh, yeah. as he said, he's useless. And um, <laughs> verbatim, he said that. He's in his area and he's insisting that the menu was on the bottom shelf. And Dan's like, mm, I don't think so. Pretty sure it was on the middle shelf. But Abe's like, no, 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 definitely on the bottom shelf. And he's like, well, it's your area. So I'm just going to let you go for it. We'll see how that plays out later. Mm. So then uh, we finished the 10 minutes. And Dave reveals the rooms to do a check. Um, and, and obviously at this point, it's impossible to tell who won. Yeah. There's just a bunch of random yeah. stuff. And they're like, someone was right. Someone was wrong. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. They just take like 20 minutes to check everything. But they do reveal that um, the note, <laughs> the um, menu was indeed on the wrong shelf yes. and should have been yes. on the middle shelf. Yes. Yeah. Dan was correct. Abe was useless. <laughs> but at the end of the day the winner of the medium-sized check is the good guys they beat the badasses by quite a bit jamie pulled through and they now have sixty thousand dollars in their bank to the badasses seventy thousand dollars yeah they're catching up and ms lifts up jamie and victory as Mm -hmm. he well should (laughs) <laughs> team leader after all you know she deserves it mm-hmm. and the badasses are as per usual when they lose incredibly yeah. sulky about it yeah, yeah and best. abe is like so annoyed 
in his confessional and he makes a grossed out noise. He's like, ugh, they won. They're catching up. It's ridiculous that they might leave this with more money than me. I'm like, okay, sir, what is ridiculous about that? He's just so annoying that I don't even pay attention to him in the episodes anymore. He says things and I just keep watching because I don't. I don't like him. (laughs) (laughs) I feel the opposite way. I'm so annoyed by him Mm -hmm. that I have to talk about it. And I'm like, no, getting like viscerally angry, you know, Mm -hmm. this this is a good balance, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I'll make you hear everything he said. (laughs) (laughs) So we move on to deliberations. Mm -hmm. The good, the good guys. The good guys say, no. Landon and Darrell say <laughs> they want Dan because they think they can beat him and they want to keep the team intact. Specifically, they want to keep keep the boys on their team. Right. And the Miz wants CT because he's their best player. Yeah, and Darrell thinks Dan is a guaranteed victory and that it's mm-hmm. stupid to put anyone who's the strongest player up against any of their guys at this point because they need to keep all three people on their team. Yeah. Yeah, because they've lost so many people at this point. They have. Which I get. I think that's fair for the good guys. I'm mad that it's Dan, but it's fair. Yeah, I think it is fair too, as upset as I am. Because at that, like, you don't know what's going to be in the final. And it's likely not going to be a great thing to only have two guys. So probably, you probably don't want to go against CT at this point. Right. Although. So then the. He'd probably just win that right. fucking life shield. <laughs> this is also the other thing. You pick CT and he's just going to, then he gets to pick who goes in, basically. Yeah, which he'd pick Dan because he's a fucking dick. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> has all agreed that they don't want to put in the mids anymore and they think that Landon might be a better choice. Uh, Abe says that <laughs> something has happened to Landon post haircut and maybe he's getting too much sun on that bald strap through the middle of his head. Yeah, he's, um, I paraphrased it as Landon has lost his power since getting the skullet. Like, his source of his power was his hair. Oh, wow. And I think that's uh, true about mm-hmm. about Landon. Because for, if you recall, that was mm-hmm. the one time we were attracted to mm-hmm. Landon. It was when he had the nice curls out and, you know. He's definitely lost a type of power. I don't know that it's like an inferno power. Yeah, I don't he's think so. He's definitely lost something. <laughs> he's lost his sexual power, though. Yeah, his mojo. And Abe is picking up on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, his mojo. Um, we just watched Austin Powers. So Dan doesn't care who they pick. And he's like, after being with CT for three weeks, he clearly doesn't think I can win. Mm-hmm. And CT like sits up all alarm and confused. Like, he's like, who said that? You know? Like, come on. We all know that's how you feel. Uh, But yeah, Dan goes on to say he's not scared about his performance, regardless of who it's against. He says, the only person not worried about my performance is me. And he says, I haven't seen anyone take flight or shoot laser beams out of their eyeballs. What I see are three guys who are getting desperate to win. And I'm not desperate. Bam! Microphone Taste. That was amazing. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I love Dan. I love Dan so much. I have nothing else to say, and I hate CT in these moments. He's awful this season. He's we can so bad. He's so bad yeah. this season. It's like, usually it's a love-hate relationship for me and CT, mm-hmm. but it's just full hate. 
all hate this season. All hate. <laughs> Nothing but hate. Yeah. Um, and it's just like truly – I it's so hard to talk about these episodes because it is so deeply I sad. I know. So in the vote, we get Landon versus Dan, the inevitable. And yeah. Dan says, uh, who knows what's going to happen? It could be a challenge of who looks the most ridiculous with a hairstyle on their head. <laughs> And I think it would be a pretty good match. <gasps> I don't think so. I think Landon would win that one too, unfortunately. <laughs> Definitely. I love Dan's hair. Dan looks great. There's like, I have no complaints. It's great. It, only when he wears it up though. When he like pastes it on his forehead, I'm like, Dan, stop it. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. Tell Dan he looks sexy with his hair pushed back. D- me, tell everybody. Everybody looks sexy with their hair pushed back. <laughs> so Yeah. Dave Mira asks if Dan's going to win a life shield. And mm-hmm. he says he doesn't need it. And then um, he cheers as his culturally insensitive figurine with Landon's. Yeah. Like the icon that he is. Mm-hmm. I, we love to see it, you know? Like, we hate to we see do. it. But he's a gentleman always. Well, most of the time. <laughs> Except for that one time he was sexist. <laughs> Other than that, he's a gem. Love him. Uh. But yeah, uh, then we get some some Dan and Tanya and Jamie time, which is like just I think the cream of the crop of who is left here. It truly is. Like, oh, this was such a lovely moment. Oh, so sweet. Dan says that he's not mad. He just wants to stay. And Tanya says, why did you guys pick Dan? Yeah, she's like, I why would you pick Dan? Could not agree more. That's 100% the mood. Yeah, Dan is yeah, packing yeah. and mm-hmm. Legends, Tanya and Jamie are just hanging out. They just want to get in as much Dan time as they can in case this is their last mm-hmm. time. And yeah, he says he's got a 50-50 chance of going home. And when he says that, that's when he starts tearing up, I think, because that's when he realizes, like, those odds aren't great and, like, he could go home. And now Tanya's crying because she doesn't want Dan to go. And it's so sad to watch, but it's beautiful, too, because, like, friendship is beautiful to me. (laughs) Friendship is beautiful. Yeah. And him and Tanya hug it out, and they're crying, and I'm crying. I'm crying. I'm crying now a little bit. And um, it's, it's really beautiful. Dan's biggest regret, He he's so sad. Um, he says, I've been all the way through this and I haven't had a chance to wear my special Captain America underwear. A tragedy. That's a tragic story. A tragic story. <laughs> <laughs> and Tanya... Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> What an app, guys. (laughs) Okay, we're good. And Tanya says, you're upset, huh? And Dan says, it's just picturing what it would be like to say goodbye. (laughs) And then they hug. (sighs) Wow. I feel like throwing up. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful, but it's sad. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many feelings. I know. Yeah, Dan says he believes in, in himself, but he does kind of think, I don't have a chance in hell. Oh, wow. Which is fair. Yeah, that's a fair feeling. That's fair. And in the, the coda at the end of the episode, we get a 
different tone entirely. There's a, some fun oh. gymnastics moments. Um, Tina and Shavonda are doing a thing where they like jump over Dan and like put their feet mm-hmm. together mid jump. Mm-hmm. And um, then they, Tina just kind of like puts her like hips on Dan's hand and then just goes right into this like yoga gymnastic pose and he just goes with it. Mm-hmm. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. I like Tina and Shavana, Shavonda and uh, Dan all hanging out. It's cute. It is cute. Love it. Mm-hmm. Of course, he prob- he gets along with all the ladies because girls and gays, you know, okay. imagine He's a good heaven. gay. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, who's your look of the week? My look of the week was Dan's Captain America underwear. Shut the fuck up. So is mine. Yes! <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> That's so funny. Is that the first time we've that. had the same look of the week? It might be. I wow. History. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were stunning. Yeah. There's a picture on the Instagram if you'd like to see. Mm-hmm. Give them a And gander. to be honest, there was just not a lot of good looks this episode. Yeah, me. there weren't. Yeah, it was just down to the undies, so... Go right. take a look at the undies at Challenge Me Daddy on Instagram at Challenge Me Dad on Twitter due to character limits. <laughs> nice. All right, then who's your best in gay? Best yeah. in gay. So for me, I mean, how can it not be Dan? It's literally Dan's episode. And also this episode, you know, he had to shoulder the burden of being a memory gay. So I'm giving it to Dan for being a memory gay. I uh, gave it to Dan the Man with the Plan. Absolutely. Yeah, look at us. So on, so on the same page today. So in sync, despite all our technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's your who's your MVD, your most valuable daddy? My most valuable daddy was Jamie fucking Chung, team leader and memorization champion and good friend to Dan. I love that. That was great. We're not. We're not insecure. Okay. I said Tanya for winning the belly flop competition. <laughs> that but... was much more important than the regular challenge. <laughs> you were really just in that belly belly flop competition. <laughs> it was fun. I had fun. I love Tanya. I loved it. She went for it. It looked like it hurt, so I'm gonna give it to her. True. She deserves it at least for that pain that she experienced afterwards. We can assume. Who is your least valuable baby? I think it's unavoidable this week. I think it's, uh, without a doubt, always going to be CT in this episode. He was a baby. He was not valuable to me. Yeah. Uh, And he fucked with Dan. And when you fuck with the gays, you get fucked. You get burned, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no other, there's no other LVDB, LVB. There's no other mm-hmm. LBB, is there? It's just yeah. CT. No. Yeah. With honorable mention, though, to Abe for just, like, being yeah. so annoying to me this episode. <laughs> but, you know, in this particular case, annoying is just not as severe as homophobic. Mm-hmm. So, had to give it to CT. Yeah, he was homophobic. He was just extra annoying. And uh, I hate him. So, T. enjoy it. Enjoy it. Sit with that fucking fan favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Work fan favorite. Nice. Shall we move on to episode 14? Yes, we shall. Although I wrote episode 12, which I feel is not the episode. (laughs) 
Maybe not. Maybe not. Anyway, we open with Derek and Dan chatting about Dan going in. Um, and Dan says that he doesn't have the same killer instinct as the other guys, and that puts him at a disadvantage. And yeah. wow, I love that. He says he's not willing to slit someone's throat for yeah. $10,000. Yeah, which I love. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> he notes his priority. <laughs> we love someone who's not willing to murder for a low sum, you know. At least name a good price. So yeah, Dan notes his priorities are super different from everyone else's, which is tea, especially if you think back to the ziplining challenge where he noted that dead people don't need flat screen TVs. Ain't that the truth. Ain't that the truth. And he says he's not trying to prove something, which is a rare thing for a challenge man. I think most men on the challenge have something to prove, but Dan, he's not one of them. It's true. That's a really good point. He's got mm-hmm. nothing to prove. He's just here to have a good time, maybe win some money, you know? Make friends, hang out with friends. That's the gay way. That's really the gay way. It's definitely my way. <laughs> <laughs> That's our gay way. That's our gay way. Uh, and um, uh, yeah. I want to mention that I found the very first challengeism when Derek says, it's yeah. all about heart. Yeah. Heart. Derek. Derek bringing it in early. He knew from day one. Uh, he knew it's about heart. you gotta have heart. And I mean, if anyone has heart, it's Derek, I would say. Or is it Dan? Because he was talking about Dan. I mean, both. But oh, I think if yeah, anyone yeah. knows about heart, you know what I mean? Derek True. Knows. Did Derek yeah. start the heart? Maybe. Maybe he did. Sound off in the comments. Sound off. We haven't seen the earlier episodes or seasons, so <laughs> we don't know. We don't. Um, and Derek actually calls Lyndon a baby, which, again, I feel is a call out to us. So thank you, Derek. Such a call out because he is. He's a baby. He's a baby, yeah. And he says he's a wimp and that Dan's already won one. Mm-hmm. And to that I say, well, I mean, Landon has two, but. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great point. Great point. Yeah. They both have, but mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, cut to the good guys because uh, yep. Landon doesn't want to go in, obviously. So he's going to try and win the life shield. But he decides to let Darrell know that if he wins the life shield, he's going to put Darrell in. And Darrell's like, hey, fuck you too, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, what? he like, just like. He's like, all right, great, cool, and, like, shakes his hand. And I think Landon thinks that he legit is, like, super cool at that and thinks that it's great that he's been given a heads up. (laughs) But he's (laughs) obviously not because, like, how would anyone feel after hearing that? Yeah. And he's like, now Darrell is just going to try and win the life shield. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. (laughs) Landon, you're such a himbo. Such a fucking himbo. That was the stupidest game move ever. That's that's some uh, that is some dumb gameplay, my guy. If he was on a later season, he would be out of the game so fast just due to like yeah. gameplay alone. I mean, he's a sweet dummy, you know. That's that's tough yeah. in the new seasons. Yeah, kind of giving me um, Corey vibes. Saying that he's gonna Corey. take out all the like, you know, and he was like, "I'm gonna take out all the champs," and the champs were like, "Well, we're gonna win, so we're gonna put you in." <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Then he went in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a Corey move. Yeah, Good not, point. A, not a great strategy. <laughs> no, it doesn't tend to work out well. Uh, yeah, so then... Uh, doop doop doop. <laughs> that was a slow one. 
just low energy, low energy text tone. <laughs> that tina says you guys i got a message from dave it says your next challenge is tomorrow catch the bus at 10 30 a.m wear your swimsuit and team colors good luck and don't get in a pinch oh Ooh, what could that Ooh. mean whatever could that mean <laughs> also i wanted to note that they haven't specifically been saying t-mobile sidekick too lately oh wow well we will always know that it's the t-mobile sidekick too yeah yeah us, very important to this podcast. It is always going to be T-Mobile Sidekick 2. And yes, if you are doing the drinking game, you do have to drink twice. <laughs> <laughs> so before they head off to their challenge, um, they're getting ready, putting on some swim trunks. And they're clearly not even mic'd. So this is just, uh, I guess, like slightly candid moment because they're changing. Mm-hmm. And CT is literally grilling Dan about who he's going to send in if he ends up winning the life shields. Mm-hmm. But Dan is nice enough to translate CTisms to English and it means Dan, how does this affect me? <laughs> yeah, I mean I felt like CT was being pretty obvious here where he was like, "So, uh, who are you going to throw that life shield on hmm? if you win? Who are you going to send in? Me? Maybe?" Yeah. Let me know. That was a good CT. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And then Um, towards the end, he's like, I already know you're going to send me. And Dan's like, why do you think that? And he's like, because you don't like me. And Dan is like, oh, yes, I do. You're so full of it. Mm -hmm. Um, At one point, CT asks, who are you going to send in? And Dan just replies, your mother. Think she'll fly up? Ah, (laughs) And CT's like, I'm going to put you in a headlock if you talk about my mother. (laughs) I'm from Boston. Don't talk about my mother. So mad about it. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dan is already a bit frustrated with CT and is like, Dan, oh, sorry, CT doesn't care about my fate in the game, only about himself. Which, duh. You know, I mean, we expect nothing less. Yeah, especially of CT. Exactly. So then we cut to the challenge Mm -hmm. uh, and Dave welcomes everybody to Coconut Beach and says that today's challenge is called Crab Grab. Um, So in this challenge, each person will be buried. What a, what a, what, what, what a challenge. Literally what? (laughs) Question mark? Exactly. Who thought of this? That's the real question. So each person will be buried in the sand up to their neck while crabs run around them and the object is to unbury yourself as fast as you can on your legs around in front of you and you have to sit on your hands and then when you get out of your hole you have to run down the beach and collect crabs one at a time and drop them into your crate and then carry it over to your giant bin or something and then you can assist people getting out of the sand but you cannot help them carry the crabs that's important <laughs> okay so they each have like a specific number of crabs yeah they each have to get 10 crabs duh okay so just hearing about the fact that there's going to be crabs running around that tina fully screams just like mm-hmm. bloody murder screams kind of fair and i would like to note that Miz is wearing ct's i want to sleep with her shirt okay did we spot the couple couple's shirts? costume 
Oh my god, the couple's costume. So good. Iconic couple, Rachel and Veronica, are wearing shirts that say, Veronica says, most naughty. Mm-hmm. And Rachel says, naughty by association. And Ugh. you cannot tell me that these two are not in a relationship at this no. point. Even if it's platonic, it's just so beautiful. It's so beautiful. We love to see it. We love to see it. I... You can go check out the Insta for a pic of that stunning couple's costume. Um, again, costume. at Challenge Me Daddy. And that Landon wants to win the Life Shield, but they all agree to help each other out because they can help each other out of the holes. Right. And they want to get everybody out as fast as they can so that they can win as a team rather than somebody getting the Life Shield. Yeah, this is a big... Um, this challenge has like there's like a big amount of choice in terms of are mm-hmm. you going to help your team win mm-hmm. the money or will you play it for you and try to win the life shield which is kind of interesting that they each person kind of makes a choice about mm-hmm. whether they're gonna fight for their team or fight for themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so since that's the case um you know all the teams especially the girls on the team because it's not mm-hmm. really an issue for them they're all like okay, well, you have to get everyone unburied first. And that's yeah, kind of yeah. the consensus on both the good yeah. good guys and the badass team. Mm-hmm. That whoever's out first, they have to help dig everyone else out. Yeah, yeah. But there's they're... a lot of friction mm-hmm. on the badass team, of course, because what else is new? Mm-hmm. And CT and Dan at one point basically go back and forth like children. Literally. Just being like, no, you want the life shield. No, you want the life shield. <laughs> Oh my god. <sighs> Ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, it's just it blows up too, like and it doesn't even start there, like or stop there, sorry. CT is like asking it starts with CT being like, What are you gonna do? Dan, are you gonna help unbury people? Are you gonna get mm-hmm. the life shield? And Dan's like, What why are you just coming at me with this randomly? Obviously I'm gonna help the team. And Tina breaks up the fight after the whole no you, no you, no you mm-hmm. fight. And um, just kind of get back into it and fight again. They mostly just never stop fighting until the thing starts. Um, but the best part yes. is Shivanda <laughs> and Jamie start mocking them, arguing. And they keep being like, no, I want to be in this hole. No, I want to be in this <laughs> hole. It's fantastic. I love those two. It's so funny. And they're, like, also clearly just poking fun of the fact that, like, the badass team are always arguing and they're always, like, Mm -hmm. not. Um, Mm -hmm. I think Rachel even points out that, like, the ten minutes of strategy that they have, they always use Mm -hmm. for arguing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're a bad team. That's just the team. Meanwhile, like, the Dan and CT fight is really escalating. And Dan's like, do I need to sing you a little song about how you're my friend? <laughs> and CT is clearly very upset by that comment. He lunges at Dan. Like he he lunges his face at Dan as if like he's gonna bite him. Basically Ow. threatening to fight him or whatever, threatening to fight and bite him. Mm-hmm. And Dan's like, just calm down. I have no problem with you at all. I mean, it's like talking to a um literally like an animal where they just want to fight you. You know what I mean? CT just yeah. wants to fight you. Uh, but Dan says another great line, too. He says, maybe if I get out of the hole faster, I'll run over to his hole and bury him under some more sand and hope he smothers. <laughs> love that. I love that, too. <laughs> so, obviously. So, um, yeah, everyone gets in their hole. 
and um, <laughs> they start getting buried. <laughs> no, yeah. no, that's what she said jokes here, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miz, like the Libra he is, is like, watch the face. <laughs> Careful of the moneymaker. <laughs> that's so funny yeah and Derek on the other hand is not having fun anymore he says he feels claustrophobic and that his heart is really really fast and that he doesn't want to talk about it anymore oh he's like I "I don't want to talk he's so cute do you think you would be into this or also feel claustrophobic I think I would like it I'm not like yeah I like kind of like to feel like buried or like yeah it's like a giant weighted blanket exactly you know yeah that's what i was thinking i am autistic i do like to be like in a nice little protected Mm -hmm. hole space or something like that so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. give me cozy baby yeah i would enjoy it but i know a lot of people who would not like that so yeah that's totally fair i get i get it and like sitting on your hands too that's a little alarming Yeah. yeah and i would definitely be like one of the last to get out of the hole because i just think you like being a big dude helps yeah absolutely you just have more displacement when you move exactly yeah yeah and for for the listeners at home i am five feet tall actually that's um being generous but (laughs) (laughs) wait you're not a giant man no (laughs) (laughs) so yeah they're all in the in the sand and they start placing crabs around oh my god placing is a good word for it (laughs) They really do. They just delicately place crabs around everybody's face, and every single person starts screaming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tanya especially is not having a good time. Yeah. Jamie screams very loudly as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, it looks like the Miz is trying to kiss his his crab like the Libra flirt he is. <laughs> <laughs> be my friend crab come on <laughs> and i thought it was pretty clear that the cat the crabs were pretty chill like they didn't really want to no they didn't really want to <laughs> run around and terrorize these people's faces but the producers are like nope you must terrorize so they're like Scary. picking them up and putting yeah. them near them constantly <laughs> uh, oh it's great um so then uh oh also i said at this point that i just got the pinch reference from earlier yeah somebody said pinching and i was like oh in a pinch right crabs <laughs> classic me i didn't even listen to the the message at all so this is the first time you i'm know, hearing of it we got you got it so yeah it's okay yeah so then they blow the horn and everyone starts busting out yeah and Darrell before this said like he's gonna bust out like the hulk and he does exactly <laughs> that he busts out mm-hmm. just like the hulk Mm-hmm, very bad. I I thought everyone looked a little bit like zombies, like breaking out of their graves. Totally, very yeah, bad. It was fun. Yeah. It was a fun moment. Yeah. So Darrell is out first, and he at first does not help anybody. He runs straight for the crabs. Yep. And starts getting his crabs, baby. Get them crabs. Um, but then he does help the Miz out while Landon gets out and helps out Jamie. Yeah, and Dan lets us know he's tempted to run after the crabs. Mm-hmm. to make CT's life miserable for a few minutes, but then he sees Rachel stuck and he just must help a gay in need. LGBTQ solidarity, baby. Solidarity, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I said the same thing. Um, and CT does help out Tanya, but gets Tanya out like nothing and then immediately starts running to get more, to get his crabs. Right, he's like, I, I done my duty for the day. I did one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it takes three people to get Rachel out takes Abe, mm-hmm. Derek, and Dan, which is like, wow. 
Right? Oh, they God. packed her in. Yeah. <laughs> in that case, like, I, I don't think I would want to be in this situation. Like, I don't want to think I would like the, the feeling of being stuck. Like, I, I would like the feeling of being buried, but I wouldn't like the feeling mm-hmm. of trying to get out and not being able to. Yeah, that would be scary. And also, at one point, they're, like, pulling her out by her arm. It looks painful. And I'm just like, ooh, no, thank you. Yeah. Dislocation. Hello. Mm-hmm. So then everybody's out. And uh, people start getting crabs. Yep. Getting crabby. (laughs) That's the the whole thing. People are running up and down the beach carrying a single crab back and forth. Well, some people are Um, running. Shavonda is not running. Got her. She's not very good at endurance. Mm. Which, you know, that's fair. I hate running too. No no judgment to Shavonda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But maybe not the show. Maybe not the show for you. Maybe not the show for yeah. you to excel, especially in a final. I'm guessing they're even yeah. at this time they still had endurance involved, and um, so. kind of just gets down to being Shavonda mm-hmm. and Veronica left. Veronica mm-hmm. is left because she's scared of the crabs. She's so scared she doesn't want to get pinched. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Again, yeah, and then uh, it's literally like a one second thing, and Shavonda gets her crab in the bucket seconds before Veronica does. Mm-hmm. And so the good guys win another medium sized check, another which one. brings their total up to seventy thousand dollars. So they're 70, tied. Yes, and we also find out who gets the life shield before Dave Mira announces it for some reason. It was like mm-hmm. the first time I've seen that happen, and um. CT and Darrell got the life shield. So both mm-hmm. the people who were very concerned about going in, one for good reason, because he was literally told he was going in, <laughs> and the other for not a good reason, because <laughs> I think the only reason he would be sent in is because he dug that grave at this point by being so annoying about it. Yeah, I mean, CT, you were going in. You There was nothing you could say. Like, you campaigned against Dan. Obviously, he's going to send you in if he gets the chance. And if he wasn't going to send you in he certainly was after you were being so fucking annoying about it yeah exactly yeah uh and landon is mad at Darrell because he's worried (laughs) that they could have maybe lost if Darrell had done that no yeah yeah (laughs) he's just concerned that they would have lost because of Darrell's actions bullshit he's just upset that Darrell was going for the life shield because he wanted the life shield because he was up Mm -hmm. for a limb Mm -hmm. and he's not thinking about the fact that he literally told Darrell that he's going in if Landon himself gets the life shield so Mm -hmm. honey think about it for two (laughs) seconds you do this to yourself yeah so then Dave Mira does show up he does announce who the winners are and he also jokes like the jokester he is that CT is definitely going to use his life shield to save Dan. <laughs> Dave! Gosh. So I love sassy. That. So sassy. Yeah. Uh, and then we just cut to the inferno, as always. Cut to the inferno. Hard cut. Hard cut. Um, we got and out comes Dan, acting fabulous, as always. Dan a mole. Dan a mole. <laughs> Amazing. What a great nickname. Everybody's cheering for him. It's great to see. Yep. And then we got Lando Commando. He walks in Mm -hmm. as well. He gets less chance, though, which is fair in my opinion. It's granted. Yeah. And obviously neither of the Life Shield dudes come down because why would they for the very last one? Yeah. 
Um, and tonight's inferno is called Peg Pegged because, as discussed previously, the challenge is gay. Very. Um, and pegged this challenge, you have to climb to the top of the wall using these pegs that fit into these small holes in the wall. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. And both teams feel pretty confident that their teammates are going to come back. And it does, at this point, seem like it kind of could go either way. It does. Um, yeah. But... Landon gives me rock climber vibes, even though also yeah. surfer vibes because of the puga shell necklace. But mm-hmm. I was thinking he seems kind of like a rock climber. And then Shivanda says yeah. he's a rock climber. And I was like, oh, well, there, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah. So probably a- in the end. Yeah. He pulls forward and he wins the Inferno. And every game <sighs> lost. My heart just shattered into a million pieces and literally everyone is crying when they say goodbye to him and Dan starts crying and he says, I'm one of those losers who cries on reality TV shows. (laughs) He says, and I always look at them like, what's wrong with them? Uh, (laughs) It's okay. I'm crying and I'm not even on it. I'm just watching it. I just love you so much. Same. And Tina is so sad. Uh, And Rachel is crying. I'm crying. Yeah, they all just have so much respect for him. And they love him. They just don't want to see him go. And Rachel Mm -hmm. says, I I do feel like we've lost some of our heart. Challenges him again. Mm -hmm. And also Mm -hmm. very, very true. Because Dan, he's got heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The heart of the badasses. I mean, literally, look at them. There's no other heart. I know. And he is crying as he leaves uh, because everyone said nice nice things to him as he's going. And he says, I'm Sally Field. You like me. You really like me. (gasps) I know. I know. I'm so sad. Uh, So sad. But yeah, that's why he's crying because he's like, he's just so humble that his his castmates all, all like him. Except for CT, who, while everyone else is crying, he's just lurking from the corner. And I think that's fair, though. Like, Dan doesn't want to say goodbye. No, absolutely not. It's just like they zoom in on him, like, lurking and (laughs) watching. And in the confessional, he's like, peace. Again, he does that whole, like, I don't care, boy. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Uh, Yeah. So we get the post credit scene and Dan is in one of the cages in the Inferno and he just keeps saying there's going to be some shenanigans up in this Inferno <laughs> holy crabgrass it's great yeah him and Landon are goofing around they're jumping around their two little cages beside each other mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. being cute I thought it was the Miz for some reason but that doesn't make any sense I mean same but then I mean I think they just have similar vibes but I don't know. I think it was in Landon because I think they, it was right before they announced. I know. That makes the most sense. But I did think it was the Miz because they do start like intimate, imitating each other as they walk. It's really funny. Yeah. Good post credit. Very good post credit scene. Good post credit scene for these two episodes because they involve Dan and I like those ones. <laughs> and I like Dan. I like Dan. All right. Oh, this is so sad. This is the last episode we get to talk about with Dan in it. Maybe yeah. forever. Yeah. 
Dan, I know you're listening. Come <laughs> back. We have Challenge All-Stars now. That's all I wanted was Dan to be on the Challenge All-Stars cast. he wasn't. And we were disappointed. Very yeah. disappointed. All right, I guess on to the awards. Very begrudgingly, what was your look of the week? I mean, obviously, it was the couple naughty shirts. That, that was amazing. I love yes. those two. I love their gay graphic tees. It was great. What about you? Actually, it was not that. Um, I noticed wow. that Dan's confessional shirt says garbage on it. Um, oh, so it was Dan's garbage confessional shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So good. There's also a pic of that on the Insta at Challenge Me Daddy. And who's your best in gay? My best in gay was obviously Dan, because Dan! Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. yeah. There's just no other yeah. answer right now. Like, yeah, my heart bleeds for Dan. I definitely cried watching this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Who is your most valuable daddy? It was also Dan. Same, also Dan. <laughs> <laughs> really double down on Dan. <laughs> yeah, just Dan, obviously. Yeah, just and Dan won these two episodes. I have a feeling we're also on the same. Yeah. On the same yeah. wavelength for the least valuable di- baby, which is again CT for CT. obvious yeah. reasons. Yeah, obviously, 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 obviously. Wow! Wow! Uh, we are so close to the end. So close. I'm really excited to see the awards show. I'm excited to see how this turns out. This has been such a fantastic season. Our awards show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of who got the most awards of each category. Yes. Yes, yes, you have that to look forward to. <laughs> Our roundup. Sound off in the DMs and add us on Twitter of what who you think will win each of these categories, who you think will be our overall best in gay. That one I think mm-hmm. I could guess too. <laughs> who will be our overall <laughs> most valuable baby, our overall least valuable mm-hmm. daddy, and our overall look mm-hmm. of the week. Who gets mm-hmm. the most looks of the week? That's going to be a tough one. It is. And we're going to get to see yeah. this final and yeah. it's not going to have Dan in it, but it will have friend of the pod, Veronica, and some <laughs> other noted gays, Rachel. Noted gays. Other yeah. noted gays. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> just one love. No. Yeah. We've lost a lot of gays. We, I mean, we have. two, right? We've lost two. We didn't start with that many. We started with four. Mm-hmm. We've lost half the gays. It's definitely sad, but... Mm-hmm. I'm really happy that we had that time to share with them, you know, forever mm-hmm. in our hearts, Dan, mm-hmm. and of course, Karamo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big agree. And you, dear listener, are also forever in our hearts, especially because you've gotten this far listening to our podcast. We love you so much. Please wow. don't forget to give us a rating on iTunes because it really helps people find us. And also follow us at Challenge Me Daddy on Instagram and at Challenge Me Dad on Twitter. Beautiful. And yeah. S- Thanks for sticking around, folks. We Thank love you. you. And stay tuned for next Thursday when we'll release the final episode of this season of Challenge Me Daddy. Wow. Wow. All right. Stay home, oh kids. <laughs>